This podcast is brought to you by the Reform Witness Committee of Hope Protestant Reformed Church in Walker, Michigan. It is our goal to spread our distinct Protestant Reformed views based on the Word of God and the Reformed Confessions. We hope that this message is edifying to you. Our meditation for today is titled, Sin Prevention. Let's begin by reading James 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. But the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised it them, that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then, when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Of his own will begat he us with the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion, and undefiled before God, and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world.
Of fire prevention, we have all heard. Crime prevention, likewise, is not only a matter we desire, but one the need for which we become more and more aware every day. Sin prevention, however, is far more necessary, and sad to say, of very little concern, even in the church world today. Yes, we can make a distinction between crime and sin. Crime is sin, but all sin is not crime. Crime is what the world calls any deed that breaks a man-made law, and that is sin before God when that law is made by the authorities God placed over us. But there are sins against the first table of the law of God that do not bother the world. Trust in a creature, make an idol to worship, take God's name in vain, and desecrate the Sabbath, and the world will not call it a crime. We ought to be concerned about such sins and seek to prevent them and all other sins, as the psalmist writes in Psalm 119, verses 11 and 12, in these words, Thy word have I kept in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. Or, as we sang yesterday, Sincerely I have sought thee, Lord, O let me not from thee depart, to know thy will and keep from sin, thy word I cherish in my heart. Quite plainly, sin prevention requires knowing God's statutes, or, if you will, having God's word in our hearts. How important, then, is the reading and studying of God's word in our homes. You may have smoke detectors and take many fire prevention actions. You may vote for higher taxes to get more policemen for crime prevention. But are you interested in stopping and preventing all sin in your home and life? God's word will show you which of your thoughts, desires, and actions are sin in his sight. His word is a mirror, and when you stand before it, you will see yourself as God sees you. You will in it see his Son in all his righteousness and holiness. Take heed to what his Son calls you to do, even if it costs you your earthly life. Trust in him to bring you into his kingdom when he returns upon the clouds of heaven. There you will everlastingly be prevented from all sin forever. To close for today, the psalm choir will now sing Psalter number 328.
Thank you for listening to this message. It is our hope that it was edifying to you. Please subscribe to our podcast. We publish daily meditations, Heidelberg Catechism Lord's Day sermons on Wednesdays, and topical podcasts on Fridays. You can find more information about us at our website, hopeprchurch.org, and you can email us with any questions or feedback at hoperwc at gmail.com. Thank you.